Episode 7 of Marty and the Bro, Black Jesus, will be released next week. This week, we welcome you to the after party. Normally, this content would be exclusive for members of the co-op, and we hope you will consider joining Marty and the Bro as a member. Visit martyandthebro.com to find out more. Perhaps the moon knows the secret of the new sound. Marty and the bro, bro, bro. Yeah, let's go. No, we're we're doing after party, so it's whatever we want. Break out the drinks, right? Oh man, so you you don't drink, you not barely drink. No, I got you. We break it out. I got monster. Woo, woo. Oh damn, you got monster. I, I I got. I got water that, that I didn't even fill up very much. Uh, yeah, right. I finished mine. I finished my water. I yeah. bought two waters, but um, Alex drank one, and it's fair. Like, okay. okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Sure. <laughs> so we we get to talk to our uh, the members of Marty and the Bro, which is should be you know a small group. What do you think? How many members we have now? But we're like week three, four or five in. We got like three actual members? three members at the at the very most. At the most, three <laughs> members. Well, I want to welcome those three members. <laughs> uh, we're here. We're having a good two time. Two of them are us. <laughs> yeah. Two, so we had. So that one member, that one anonymous member, thank yeah. you for joining us today. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Somebody we know. Yeah. Um, hey, I. You know, I wanted to. Um, I want to see if you wanted me to tell you about the time I was discriminated against. That sounds funny. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sorry. You're white, so I don't, you know, I don't know if we're supposed to be. No, I know. No, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty interesting. Okay. And so I'm at um, a place, it was, it was like a Burlington Co. Factory. It wasn't, but yeah. it was a Burlington Co. Factory type of place, or it could have been a long time ago. So Woolworths or Montgomery Wards, I have no idea. But they had a, they had a shoe section. And you know what? I think it might have been a Kmart, actually. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm walking by the, I'm in the shoe section. I'm looking to, I'm going to try on a pair of shoes. And this is where you had to like get some assistance. Maybe I just had a question. I don't know. So I'm standing around the shoe department and there's nobody around. But I kind of wanted to make myself known that I was there. I had a question. So I'm looking around very deliberately, like, can somebody help me? And Mm -hmm. there was this black woman that was walking by and kind of made eye contact with me and just kind of kept on walking. Okay. And, um, you know, it doesn't really, I'm not, I'm not alerting for, for racism in front of me or any kind of discrimination of that nature. So I'm not really, I'm not jumping to any conclusions at all. But then a few minutes later, the, uh, the same woman, there was a, a black woman that came into the shoe department and then the, the the black attendant came right over to her to help her out. And I was still just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> standing like I wasn't even there. Oh, God. What were you wearing? But, but, no, no, a golf shirt. But <laughs> <laughs> to say, they couldn't even look no, at no, you. No. That's what it was. They couldn't even. No, 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 no. No, I, I tell you, I tell you. But, but seriously, it felt to me in that moment, I was like, it was like an epiphany. I was like, oh, that's what it's like 
to be discriminated against in a in a place of business like this and the kind of experience that that you yeah. the, you you're familiar with like when you were talked about going to that restaurant and you and Alex exactly. waited 45 minutes you sit down and wait 45 minutes nobody comes mm-hmm. over no because of the way you look um and so it was my small little tiny taste in you know 56 years of living of what it's like to be discriminated against and at the at the at that moment in time i had to i had to really kind of appreciate it in a way because i knew yeah. that i had just sort of experienced something that and recognized it in real time that most white people are not going to ever get a taste of yeah and it sucks it sucks to be discriminated <laughs> against yeah and, no and it's it's really terrible i'm sure you know yeah yeah, for sure. That's that's a that's a daily life thing, man. I was I've been thinking about like with the Capitol riots and all that stuff. And, you know, there's been nonstop news about this, and you know, racism is real. But I think a a bigger what's what's really interesting to me is nobody ever. I don't know. The conversation around race is always about like how to stop racism or how to you know. It's just it's it seems very unrealistic, you know, in in the way we try to address racism instead of actually mitigating. The damaging effects of racism because as a black man from texas we're not st- <laughs> racism ain't going nowhere man i'm just letting y'all right, know right, you know right. what i mean like there's that video i don't know if you've ever seen that video where the woman uh she says her um you know i'm gonna tell my children and i'm, I'm gonna teach my my grandchildren to hate you and it was like yeah this was back in 2020 yeah. you remember that video right so you know that's a yeah. exa- perfect example of like yeah, it ain't going nowhere this is taught you know saying it's been here it ain't going nowhere not this generation the next generation or, yeah, or the next generation know- Hey, okay, I've got a f- couple things to say. Are you are you with me here? Let's I, I need it. to Let's set this up a little bit. Let's do it. Let's All right. See. So, I came out of a family that wasn't spouting racism. Hey, j- could you just stay on our two shot? <laughs> it's just so weird. Just let me, me. No, you just have to go. Look, let me do me. I man. gotta go. Ah, oh, God. T Y T. Your you. favorite channel does the same thing. You. you just got. Well, it's the it's part of the thing. You just got a T Y T is one of those. Like, it's just, it's just the same thing. It, it's a very. <sighs> dynamic way me, you just it's just I, talk yeah. it's I, an after party man just talk man i'm doing it man come on man you gotta ride with right. me i've been you know i'll ride right. with you let me do the visuals okay. man okay we're gonna All make right, it man. engaging for people i'm making it engaging audio. i got Send you me that, that audio for the i'm intro, making it engaging for people i promise i got you <laughs> all right pause over <laughs> so um what the hell was i saying i was remind me what i was saying uh, you, you were gonna, you were gonna tell me something. You didn't get into exactly what you were gonna tell me. Oh, you... okay, 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 okay. I got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, All right. I was, I came from a family born in the in the mid '60s. Okay. And you know about the '60s. That was quite a tumultuous time, and there was a lot of issues related to racism on the nightly news okay. at a time. When we didn't have the 24-hour news channels, we had the – it was the Walter – more the Walter Cronkite, Cronkite era. Yeah. And, and things – it was a very different environment in America. And there were images of racism on television that changed a lot of people's minds. And I was born in 64, late in 64. So 65. For math, I always just use 65 for me. So I'm born mm-hmm. middle of uh, the 60s. And all this stuff is going on. 68's coming up. We got, you know, Martin Luther King murdered. All, everything, mm, all that stuff is in the news. Yeah. Okay. So my parents are watching the news. They're a white couple with 
one small kid uh, and now two small kids, right? Yeah. All this is going on. And they are sympathetic. They're not liking what they're seeing. Mm. So they're sympathetic to it. And no matter where they came from individually regarding mm. racism, regarding race issues, I have no idea. But I know that I believe that that moment in time did shape some people's lives and, and did shape the way people think about race, people like my parents. Mm. And that's why when that's why the, the racism that I've absorbed and I still carry with me today is not because of my, my dad making comments uh, or my mom making comments about anybody of any other race. It's, it's more because of that whole, you know, the, the, the yeah. general conditions of racism we live in. Exactly. But so I, I, I don't have that, that inbred some from my parents. So my point is that, 2020 and George Floyd and all that stuff, all the, the the Black Lives Matter, I think got a lot of sympathy, you might say, and a lot of uh, there was a, a it, it was a a propellant for some understanding around that issue for more parents that just had kids in 2020 or 2019, and they're not gonna instill the same racism in their kids that perhaps was instilled in them. Because this moment in time did something to them. Mm. And so racism has a chance to be, uh, we, we have a chance to heal from racism. But I don't think it's going to come for another 30 years, potentially. Yeah. When the generation of kids that were born in 2020 around this time and the way that they are influenced by their parents, the way they are raised by their parents, mm -hmm. Could have a could have an impact for the better, but it's it, like I said, it's going to be a generation and a half or so before yeah. that really, if it happens at all. Yeah, I which is a so, big if, right? Yeah, I think I, I I think I agree with you know that. I just think I think white people tend to discount how much in the minority your parents probably were. You know, what I'm saying like you know, especially being from being from Texas. Now, let me let me, let me lay out this this idea, right? Because we got to remember, you know, racism isn't just you know, there's a difference between racism and prejudice, right? You know, saying racism, it does, it needs to have power behind it, right? You know, at least there's, you know, systems of, of power behind it. The problem with right now is even, let's say these people that are learning that, okay, black, you know, it's not right to treat black people bad right now. It still doesn't change the fact that the systems are in place to keep us down. So that way now these prejudices that are these stereotypes that are already held by the racist white people that are going to keep shouting these things are going to be, you know, confirmed you know what I'm saying because of these you know the, the prison industrial complex keeps going you know mm -hmm. black people are still going to be locked up and they can still point to the crime they can still point to get what i'm saying and those things will Absolutely. always you know and so like that's that's why i think racism you know it's 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 too easy to propagandize you know people who don't know you know what i'm saying to that side because of you know like there's just so many situations where you can point to and a racist can point to and be like black people are but well, what look at these statistic numbers look at these and they can skirt the actual underlying reasons of that and a lot of people don't think deep right you know so i think that's mm -hmm. that's you know that's what happens to a lot of people a lot of, you know like most of the time your parents are in the minorities in the sense of that after you know there's a lot of people that saw that and knew it was bad then came fox news right <laughs> and changed mm -hmm. all the people who were on your parents that, that were like your parents back radical into, you know, these black people, this, these, you know, the, the Muslims, that, right? You know what I mean? So, you know, there was yeah, that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And, and actually, I never, my dad, he got into the Fox News, the Rush Limbaugh mm -hmm. thing and did get um, 
radicalized a little bit, not in terms of race and, and uh, the gay rights or anything like that. Yeah. I never heard that. It, his, his conversations with me that were radicalized were more about climate change and stuff. So he yeah. had his, he had his yeah. hoax there, but it really, you know, he never came, he never, I never heard him waver. And, and I'll give you one little tiny story about my dad. And okay. just because of our, you know, the patterns of our lifestyle and the neighborhood we lived in, we didn't have that much interaction with, with blacks in general hmm. um, here and there, but it, you know, we didn't, just you know based on those factors so we anyway we went to uh golf <laughs> your favorite wow we went yeah. golfing. My, my, no, my dad used to be he was a regular golfer he would go out sundays every sunday and golf and then when i was a little kid sometimes i would go with him and we'd I, ride around real the golf quick cart. i want to say golfing it's just like it's like colonizing 101 right you know what i mean it's like the colonizer like to me in my mind when i think of golfing i just think you know all the worst parts of white you know what i mean like yeah like all yeah. wrapped in one you know what i'm saying it's kind of you know symbolic through golfing in my opinion you know so yeah kind of you know you know but i mean open your mind to this that yeah. golfing has its has its upside if you're you're golfing and you're having a great day with your friends we just need to make sure it's opened up to everybody who wants to golf. But it, exactly, it's exclusive. It's yeah, there's white, nothing, you know, white only kind of clubs and stuff. But that, anyway. there is no non-white only kind of clubs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's mostly, you know, it's mostly geared to us, and it's not even not on, you know, on the nose on it, right? It's just, you know, it's those, you know, there's a lot of like saying barriers, right? You know, you got to go into mm -hmm. a white neighborhood, probably, right? You know, there's a lot of checkpoints basically before you can even get to that golf club. You know oh yeah, for somebody like you. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. So no, there's no, no <laughs> I would you know I wouldn't even make it to the golf place, you know, before no, I get yeah, stopped, I know. right? Because when you're talking, I'm thinking about you know, well, what about Mr. Johnson that everybody loves and tells all the good jokes? And, oh yeah, and no. worked as a mailman for all those years. No, we're not talking. You know, it might stop him too. We're talking about <laughs> a lot of you. They probably stop Mr. Johnson too. But see, the difference is what people don't realize. White people don't realize is there's two sets of black people. There's black people who are like hell no. You ain't finna do me like this. And the black people that are like, I'm just trying to make get by and they don't talk about the racism they encounter. Yeah. They just, you know, and like I said, yeah. that's, you know, that guy deals with it too. He just chooses to try and, you know, be like, oh, no, it doesn't affect me. I just, you know, I can look past it. And I'm like, all right, bro. You know, like, yeah, like, I mean, at some level, you, you gotta do, you gotta work with what you've, what you've been handed, right? I mean. Yes and no. So it, that's, that's the kind of, you know, that's where I was. I don't know if you know this. I mean, so. you can fight. You can still fight. Yeah. But then I want to go back to my story. Ahead, I actually ahead. finished my story. Okay. My so this go is ahead. my dad. Yeah. We got distracted with the golf and. Yeah. Colonial. Golf is trash. <laughs> <laughs> golf is trash. It's all. <laughs> all right. Well, Goddamn colonizers. as it may, my, my dad used to play golf on Sundays. Anyway, yeah. it was a thing. It was one of those few activities that yeah. my dad and I could do together, father and son, a little bit. So for what it's worth, it was. It was useful, whatever. But one day we went to play golf and this was not on the Sunday morning. It was like a Wednesday. I don't remember. We had the day off and uh, probably after he was retired, but I met him out at the golf course and they have a, a guy to assemble little clusters of people that come in. Cause you can, when you around a golf, you go with either four or five some. And, like, and that's like a, they play that, a whole like a concierge or like group. a. So you have like a concierge that yeah. helps you 
assemble your little clusters and get you okay right this guy is called the pro he's the clubhouse pro that's his nickname that's his job title like on his resume he would say golf pro i hate golf so much bro i hate it so much (laughs) (laughs) anyway so the golf pro we get there the golf pro matches up with a couple three so it's my dad and i and then we get matched up with three other guys one of those other guys is black No, no, not I didn't get, get didn't quite get that right. The okay. the group ahead of us, that cluster of people, one of the guys is black, mm. and so one of the uh, one of the other not one of the white guys approaches my dad and I, and he said he basically said, "Yeah, uh, the pro put me in a group with this black guy, and I, I'd rather you know give up my slot." To you guys, I don't want to play around a golf with this black guy. Basically, he didn't use those words, but I mean, that's that's what he said. And yeah. so my, my dad heard this guy saying and was like, looked at me as like, okay, well, we're definitely playing with the black guy. Now. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was, it was, uh, you know, the difference. And that guy was probably a dad to somebody else. It probably mm-hmm. said things in the house. My dad just, just didn't. And I think I've tried to think about that a lot white man in texas and the way he grew up why wasn't he more of a racist than you know than average whatever and i think a little piece of it was because he was an engineer Mm. and racism didn't make sense to him Mm, it didn't make it wasn't logical to him that one human would be born superior or inferior he just looked around the world and he's like it doesn't make any sense so logically yeah, logically, he was like, "I'm not buying it, not going with it," and I like, and that. I think that was that was a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I, I told you about my my little analogy thing with uh, white people, like the if you see something, say something, and uh, it's 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 like this. I think I've explained it. So if you let's say if you were at a at a a um Christmas dinner or something, you had an uncle, and your uncle was racist. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah or, or or your uncle you know was let's say you had you had, a, you had a family dinner and your uncle was just sitting around the table and all of a sudden your uncle said something like yeah so uh i've been talking to this 12 year old uh she's uh her name's susan you know <laughs> everybody around the table would stop what they're doing look up and be like wait no no back up what did you just say you know it, it would be an immediate family intervention right you know say like you can't do that are you tripping we about to call the police if this is real like you know what i mean like there's real and you yeah. know you're not just skipping over it like oh don't don't sh- nobody's doing that right <laughs> no, you know but it's funny that you know the shoes on the foot if your uncle starts saying like yeah man the, those those goddamn niggers over there did this and that you know in a white family a lot of times you know they'll all get quiet and be like oh don't you know they'll try and change the subject when it comes to race you know what i mean and i think that's a deeper issue right you know what i'm saying it's like you know white people don't they, they won't pull up yeah. you won't pull up each other on it you know what i'm saying and it's like you gotta you know you gotta pull up each other you gotta you you have to you have to let them just know imagine even, yeah, even imagine go ahead i'm sorry go ahead imagine challenging that uncle though yeah it you would challenge be hard. that uncle with those thoughts and and that it'd be know, hard that's but that's the only families and stuff yeah well yeah, you know like what what is it worth like so you know, black people were expected. Not only are we expected to do that, we do that. Like I told you, remember when I, the minute I started, you know, kind of getting in a little trouble, not even really running the streets, I was 
ostracized, you know what I mean? For my family, you know, the community, you know, they were like, nope, get that nigga shit out, you know, the door, you go way over there with that nigga shit you on, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, even though, you know, you all, white people, you know, the things you should actually kind of, you know, pull up your, your, your brothers on certain things, but y'all will ride with them, you know, and make excuses for the, the ridiculous racist things that each other are saying, or just give so much benefit of the doubt to each other. It's just like, how, yeah. you know what I mean? Ridiculous amounts of benefit. Like if you look at, you know, the, the rhetoric around the, um, the capital siege, even still right now, like, you know, it's all, it's all lots of benefits of the doubt. You know, what's, what, what the funniest part about it to me is, you know, how, Again, benefit of the doubt of, you know, the Democrats going after the GOP, right? You know, that part to me is hilarious because it's like, ha, um, if if any part of the government was involved, you all are in the car. You understand that, right? If any, if it's everybody's in the car, there was a robbery committed, everybody goes to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that works. You know, at the end of it, doesn't matter whether you, whether you knew or not, you were in the car, you, you know, you, it consequences, you know what I'm saying? You should have, you should have, you should have, you should have. You should pick better friends. That's what I get told. You know what I mean? That's what we get told. But when it comes to politicians, it's like, no, not me. It's just them over there. And it's like, no, nah, no, mm -mm. I don't buy yeah. it even for a second. You know, everybody's culpable in this situation. You know, if the GOP were helping people, that means the government, by definition, how do you call, you know, the definition of insurrection? I, I had to look it up because I kept hearing people talk about it. You know, it's, it's, uh, no, I, it's, I, 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 I don't. I don't know. What, I I looked it up, but it's long story short. It's you know, it's it's um going against government and authority, against government and authority, right? You know what I mean? Like 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 rebelling against. Mm -hmm. That's very specifically. Now, if the government and or authority are in on a quote unquote insurrection, how do you call it an insurrection? You get what I'm saying? If it's being mm -hmm. cheerleaded by the actual president, sitting president right now, right? There are known, you know, saying law enforcement officers that that open the gates, right? You know what I mean? All these other factors are happening. You know, saying how do you call something like that an insurrection? You know, it's not. It's that's not what it is. It that was a completely, you know, protest or whatever you want to call it. You know, what I'm saying like it, that got out of hand or something. But insurrection, it's by definition not that. You know what I'm saying? It was aided and abetted by people in office. You know, just because some people may not have agreed. Yeah, exactly. Just because even if some people didn't agree, doesn't change the fact that there were still people that were, you know, saying all together in it. You know, what I'm saying like the actual sitting president. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying there. And like I said, like I could, I could be, you know, got a ride from a homie, and two of the homies in the car go decide to rob, rob, you know, a bank. It, regardless whether I was, well, I was, you know, hey, no, please don't. You know, regardless, <laughs> the cops ain't gonna care. You know, what I'm saying they can have me on camera saying it. They'll be like, okay, you're still in the car. You know what I mean? You still, you know, yeah. like that's how that yeah. works, you know? So I don't yeah. know. It's just, we, we just, we just hold, I don't know. It's, it's the deification of people or politicians. And just like, I think that's, you know, we're talking about the whole, um, the whole good people idea. That's why I keep saying we got to stop allowing people to say that they're good people. You can't stop. We can't mm. allow people to be like, you're, I'm a good person. No, no, no. You're just a person just as flawed as I am, you know what I'm saying? And you can, you can catch these consequences just like I, we can, right? You know what I'm saying? That's that, that, yeah. you know, it all starts from, you know, the foundational part of, you know, that, you know, that's why I don't like the idea of celebrity and all that. That's why I was telling you, like, when we do get, if, we, if this does grow, you know, grow, I would always, you know, reiterate the idea of, hey, look, you know, I'm not a good person, you know, 
not a good person. That doesn't make sense to even say. You know what I mean? Like I want to. Oh, what if this if this show grows? Yeah, yeah. Like, like people are like, oh, you know, people assume well, I'm a good if person. We have more than three I would immediately, watching? yeah, I would more than yeah. Once we grow to four people, I'm you know I'm shouting <laughs> from the rooftops. Yeah, nah, reminder to everybody, you're it's, it's, you're just watching a person, not a good person. You get what I'm saying? Like you know, you're yeah. watching an extremely flawed human being. You know what I'm saying? That oh, extremely, extremely. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I think that's. <laughs> I, I well, you get what I'm saying, right? I think that's I you're saying, yeah. actually, if, if it's okay, I can um transit. I, I would like transition into this is um do it fertile ter territory for um oh God, I can't even remember what I was gonna say now. Um, we could pause for a second while I think about it. Hold on, this can be an easy cut. All right, never mind. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna start writing this stuff down? <laughs> It just popped in my head real quick, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that transition? You like that? Yeah, We're, that hey, we good. back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Um, uh, well, yeah, no, it's something I thought about uh, a couple of days ago. So I have this. Hopefully, you're going to see this more as as in the the road that you're on right now, the okay. uh, the mental health road, the path that you're on right now. Hopefully, you're going to see this pretty clearly in the future. But okay. I see it now, and I've come to realize that you play a role in my life, kind of like my son, mm. where I was, I did not get, uh, I, I, I was, some things happened to me, decisions I made very early on said I was never going to have kids of my own. Mm -hmm. And so now that I understand that those conclusions I came to were really the result of trauma, not because of some uh, anything else besides that, mm -hmm. I realized that I have sort of a natural need, I guess, to have a father-son relationship, one that I never had with my father. So I think that has a little bit to do with my relationship with you. Would you say that's fair? That's dope. That's fair, man. I'm, oh, means a lot, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say, these are, these are things. I see things that you don't quite see yet. Yeah, that's fair. And I think you'll see it in the future. So yeah. anyway so that let's set that aside for a moment and i'm going to okay. tell you about working at red lobster in austin south austin okay okay so yeah on south lamar uh the red lobster that was one of my first jobs when i got pretty into sure it's austin. still there pretty sure it's still there yeah absolutely much love the red lobster <laughs> hell That's yeah good. shout what out red mean? lobster <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's really really good to me until the day I got fired, which is a story for another day. Oh but man! When I, I was at Red Lobster, <laughs> yeah. when I was at Red Lobster, there was this this woman I worked with that the, a girl because we're all I mean I, I'm like in my early twenties, she's in her early twenties. There's a whole yeah, bunch of people yeah. there that I, I don't remember their names now. I remember her name, yeah. but for the for this story, I'm just gonna call her Ruby Jackson. Okay. So, and there's a reason it's Ruby Jackson, but whatever. So if oh. she hears, if she ever gets this back to her, she'll get that inside joke. So, so I'm working with Ruby Jackson and we're, we're friends. We're, we talk after work. She's a delightful person. I, I really genuinely like her. She's got a, a funny way of expressing herself, kind of a little bit of a California sensibility to her. Uh, she's got a, a pretty face of kind of a boyish cut around just a straight, uh, close, close, close cropped Afro cut, whatever. And we um, remember a lot, man. Goddamn, you know, 
Yeah, no, because because I mean we were we were friends. Oh, and, it's uh, the homie. Okay, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 We we were. I would like get high together after work, stuff like that. Any. No, no. <laughs> it was not not getting high in those days. It oh, was, okay. No, 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 no. Right, no, what, nobody, what? no I would, but <laughs> right. but anyway. So Ruby Ruby Jackson and I were just hanging out uh, sometimes, like I say, after work. Uh, sometimes maybe on a non-work day we would do something. She had this guy that was that she was dating, and he was a tall, handsome white guy, and she was a short kind of a little dumpy, just her, her, uh, her, her body shape was kind of very pear shaped and she was short. So she was not a beauty queen. She had a, had a pretty face definitely, Mm -hmm. but she wouldn't stand out if she walked into a room for her beauty. Uh, but her personality was bright and fresh and cheery. She was wonderful, wonderful person, but she had this guy she was dating. That was a tall, good looking guy, white guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she would tell me about going out with him and he would take her to events like his work events and stuff. Mm. And he would walk around with her just like so uh, happy and delighted to be at this event with her. And she said that felt so that just felt really good that somebody was showing her off in this way in a world. It was a little bit of a bizarre world for her to come into an event and be one of, you know, only a small handful of, of blacks at this event, yeah. but be paraded around by this handsome white guy. And I don't know. I just remember that was one of the stories that she told me. And I'm still getting to the, still getting to the actual the core of the story. I'm here. riding. I'm riding with you. Let's go. One, one day Ruby Jackson tells yeah. me she's pregnant. And dun, dun, dun. Yeah, she's <laughs> pregnant. And now Ruby Jackson and I did not have, we were just friends, right? We didn't have any kind of relationship like that. I assuming it was in my memory, this is a long, long time ago, about 30 years ago. Uh, and it was, uh, how old are you again, Marty? I'm 30. So 30. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Not saying so that means 3-0. anything. <laughs> I'm not saying, but 30 years ago, she tells me that she's pregnant. Yeah. And I assume it's the guy that she was dating. Anyway, she says that she wants to get an abortion and it's going to cost 400 bucks or something like that. Yeah. She has $200. Can she borrow $200 from me? So I murderer is what you're saying. No, I'm playing. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, not directly, I guess. indirectly. But uh, I uh, I lent her the two hundred dollars if I'm yeah. not memory serves, yeah. And just to help her out because she was in a tough jam. She was not ready to have children. She made the decision and smart decision if she, you're not ready. Seriously, yeah. So so I lent her the two hundred dollars, and I and I never saw her again. Wow, that makes sense. That's though. the that's the the twisty twist that mm. still kills me. I. I never saw her again. So I, I don't, it's not about the, the money. Wait a minute. I may be adding, I may be adding a detail. It's not necessary. I don't think she disappeared like the next day after yeah. I gave her the 200. Yeah, for sure. But, but I think at some point in time, she, Just, she left the restaurant and it was gone. And I never, I don't know where she is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that sounds so, all right. I, I've known 
plenty of stories like that. I have stories like that. Help the homie out with rent. I've done people like that. You know, shout out anybody if I ever screwed you over. You, so, huh? Did you miss the connection to you? I guess so. Yeah. Because just the cosmic nature of things. So it wasn't my child. It was it was my friend's child though. Mm. But if he had been. I don't know, just the timing, it was around 30 years ago. So the timing, and I'm just saying there's this weird cosmic thing that just puts together you being in my life with that. And it's this yeah. weird web connectedness that's yeah. in all reality, probably not connected at all. <laughs> but, right. you know, I get in a certain state of mind sometimes and I'm like, huh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I not like, like you were born before this event. You know, it's like you were born right after this event. Yeah, and so there yeah. was a little transfer of soul or something like that. I don't know. Oh, what it was. okay, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, you could be my cosmic son <laughs> through that chain of events. All right, that's deep. That's I deep. Just my case. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, I was born in Ohio right in, in the in ninety nineties, baby. 90s 90 the realest niggas on the planet were born in 1990 i just wanted to say that shout out to all my 90s babies out there you know that's the last of the dying breed you know saying the last real ones you know last the mohegans however you want to say it you know but uh why <laughs> like, is that uh, why? i don't know i'm just talking mess you know oh, okay. so we do it that's what we do that's what we do it's <laughs> really no yeah. like logical reason to i just be you know be like we're the best you know everybody before and after sucks you know how you know yeah that's okay. how that works you know born right, in the 90s right. it's, it must it must suck trying to remember how old you were when things happen because i can be like you know if somebody asked me how old were you when this happened i just you know think oh, of the year what? i could oh, think because i was year zero i was zero year one 91 yeah. i was one so it's easy to remember how old i was in certain events in life and other people oh, yeah, struggling yeah. i'd be like and what yeah. math there's no need to do math there's no yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was thinking uh, you mentioned uh, Thurgood Marshall. Marshall before yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went and looked. At, I thought that he was in office like really early in the in the twentieth century, mm -hmm. but no, he left office like in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah. Man. It was like like sixty five to ninety one or something like that. But I, I think I about like, it, man. In my I lifetime, was, then. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was one. Yeah, I was one for sure. I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about something like that the other day. I was thinking, what was it? Um, um, it was like, like I think it was like my great, my mom, my grandma's mom's mom was a slave, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's think how far back. That's not that. You know, it's like you get what I'm saying. My grandma's yeah. mom's mom. You don't even need that many. Yeah. You know, it's just like, god damn, it's like right there. You know what I'm saying? Like. When we, you and I went to the Capitol, the Texas Capitol one time, yeah. and you said, you, I was following you around, you were going through the corridors, and you came up to this one particular picture where they have all the, the little individual photos yeah. of the, I think I all that. across the board. Yeah. yeah. And you went up and you did your finger cross and you put it right on this guy and you said, that's my great granddad or something. Yeah. No, I think I was lied or something. I don't know. <laughs> I must have been being goofy. So that's my great granddaddy right there. But no, man, um, I, I remember that. There was something oh, significant about geez. it. Man, you totally had me then. 
<laughs> I, I can't believe you believe me. That's hilarious. You know, you were just looking on these boards for somebody. The last that, name, right? That's the that's the joke. That was the joke because you know slaves, right? It's the slave thing, right? So that that's actually what I was thinking about because like when I was looking at it, I was you know what black. Imagine looking back at your ancestry. Like there's always a for black people, especially you know descendants of slaves. There's a moment where like I have to think about. I, I'm, I'm thinking about like okay, at some point. I was, my master? people were owned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. last name came from somebody owned or, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's a, there's a real weird, there's somewhere here where, you know, where I cannot trace back any further because we were, you know, sent here on boats and like, it's, I don't know. It's always a weird, I don't know. It's weird. You know what I mean? It's a weird thing to think about, you know, like I, no, I, I think about that guy, that Mr. Wright, that, that started that line of, yeah. For you was committing rape, mm -hmm. you know. And I think about I think about that because, like, as a black man, like you know, like I don't well, unless unless you had a little sweet thing going. I, I don't know. I doubt it, but um, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, cool. Like, uh, can you imagine back in the day, like slave masters? Y'all probably because you don't have to, like, you know, a lot of it's checks and balances in the universe, right? And in nature, right? You know, what I'm saying like, like, for example. You know, you have to court in, in, in an animal kingdom, you court women, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, there is rape too, don't get me wrong. But, you know, most of the time there's a courting process, right? You know what I'm saying? And for humans, you smell crazy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You smell, you smell nasty. You can't, you can't fuck, right? You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta have a nice car. You can't fuck. Like there's a lot of those courting things that, you know, so back in slavery days, y'all didn't have to do anything because you could just rape. So, you know, people who don't have to do anything, don't do anything, right? You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have to upkeep anything you're probably dirty dicked you know what i'm saying just like i think about these things because like i said i have black sisters and shit so just dirty dick white man you know what i'm saying who probably bathes once a month you know what i'm saying because he doesn't have to you know he's just you know he's just sitting in his in his house whipping slaves to do everything you know what i'm saying he doesn't have you don't have to do anything right and and, and to act like white people ain't nasty is ridiculous right you know what I'm saying? especially back in the day it was nasty we all know they didn't even know what germs were you know what i'm saying so let's stop you know right you know it's just I don't know. It. I think about it like because I got three sisters. You know what I'm saying. So like you know, I imagine you know you know my ex girlfriends are black, all that. You know I you know and I I go through the thought process of you know what if I was you know if I was back then you know I would definitely been a, a field nigger because I'm six seven black guy. You know what I'm saying. So you know think about you know like I told you I, I think about what if you know you would they would literally I'd have a family with my wife or whatever and the master could come in and just like tell her come to the um come to the um to the to the mansion and what what can i what can i say and or do right you know what i'm saying and then there's that part of you know what I'm saying like i was telling you i believe that they did a lot of there was a lot of um of uh extortion through the children right you know what i'm saying so like the women that's why i believe they they made sure the women were the head of the household so that way you know you have more control over because women are going to tell the like a, a man like me i'm gonna be like yo no we all gonna die instead of the slavery shit we gonna you know we're, the kids, everybody, we, we all, we're going to fight. And if we all die, we're going to die together fighting, right? You know what I'm saying? The woman's more protective of the kids. So she's going to be like, no, do what he says so you stay safe. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why they put, you know, the woman in the house, in the head of the household, because she's going to, she's, you know, she just wants everybody to be safe, right? Guys, like, blow this shit. We all die. You good? No, it's cool. We got this. You know, it's like a lot more like gangster, like, you know what I'm saying? Like men have that, you know, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. You know, consequences oh, be goddamn, you know? The way that the mother, her her first instinct is to protect the children at all costs. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Sure. Yeah, and so you know, like although I think about all those elements all the time, man, and you know, they're still 
there, there's still remnants and, and heavy remnants of that. Like you were saying actually about um about uh, your story with uh, the the you know, interracial stuff. Like there's a lot that stuff gets deep, man. Like I said, because you know my sister um she she uh she dealt with that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a she's a dark chick, and uh, you know my you know, I love you, Carol. She's dark, and you know there there's a lot of um, colorism in the black community, right? So, you know, growing up, you know, they played her a lot deep, you know, they, they really were really mean to my sister, you know, saying, but the, you know, uh, this white man, you know, showed her the attention that, you know, that black people didn't, right? You know what I'm saying? So with that being done, you Wait, know, she, she, I said this, uh, her, her ex, her, her ex was a white man and showed her attention that, you know, black guys, black people didn't because of the colorism thing. Right. And, uh, mm. but, but there's still, you know, even though he did that, it's not altruistic, you know, what I'm saying from his standpoint too, right? In my opinion, you know, what I'm saying there, it isn't just, you know, there's still some, you know, what I'm saying remnants of white supremacy in the way he would, you know, he and his actions and his, you know, in the reason he was doing him? that. I didn't get to know him very well. I was talking to my sister about it, and she's, you know, and and, and her explanations looking back and like, you know, certain, mm -hmm. you know, events that happened between them and stuff, you know. So, you know, it's, you know, an understanding. Sometimes it deeper. you can make more sense of things uh, if, you know, with time. Exactly. Looking exactly. Back, sure. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. So that you know, and just thinking about stuff, you know. So I, that was the more that was the most interesting component of that story you told me. Personally, was the whole you know, like 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 I get, like it's really it has a lot to do with code switching too, right? She like I said, even with you know, like I said, with me, it, it's a, there's even a through line with. Who's sure you talking about the. Uh about me being my little my, being discriminated against at the no 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 with the with the the chick with the with her guy that story with um you know she, she was uh she he brought um, oh okay he brought okay, her to you. a yeah he brought ruby her to jackson, to work or something and she was yeah ruby jackson and she was you know she was just like wow i can't believe this really you know handsome guys parading me around and stuff like she that just like, felt good yeah just made her feel good yeah no exactly and you know and, and like i said it's more so because like i said you know that there's that code switching part of like, you know, you know, if you get accepted in this part of society, you know, there's, there's a lot more opportunity and stuff. So, you know, it does, I bet it felt good. Right. Like I told you for me, um, there's a, there's a very similar, I bet you it was a very similar experience for me when I, uh, the first time I ever came to Austin, I told you, Kirk, he took me out here. Um, cause his friend had like a, uh, at a, um, uh, anniversary party on Lake Travis or whatever. Like, you know, they had their anniversary and they, you know, rented mm -hmm. one of those boats on Lake Travis. It was the first time I'd been, ever been on Lake First time in Austin, first time, you know, a lot of firsts that day. And, and Kurt invites you to go to this. I was, yeah, after, yeah, after we, uh, yeah, because, you know, I was telling him about my life. And, you know, I, I told you this was after the whole um, Obama right. stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. like, and he would just try to keep in contact with me. He just hit me up. And I, I you know, I love Kirk Deathman because I would never really hit him up because, you know, like I said, for me, I'm thinking like, you know, I still, I still have this, it's still, for, you know, white supremacy is still something that's in my head now too because I don't feel, you know, it's actually also capitalism, just the whole money thing. Since I'm not at a place, I don't feel like I have anything to offer somebody like Kirk who is a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, like what, what do I have to offer us anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't hit, I never hit him up. You know what I'm saying? And he would hit me up and just be like, come hang out. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, especially at the time, I didn't think I had any knowledge to give anybody, right? So, but, um, yeah. you know, he would, you know, invite me out. And it was, it was one of the, like, it was, that was actually the moment, the like, that moment he brought me out there was, was the key moment for me that I was just like, okay, I don't know how the fuck I, you know, how the fuck it takes to live like this, but this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause I, I know, you know what I'm saying? The streets, I ain't never, like I said, I was never, it was so you're, you're talking about the the party itself and just the atmosphere yeah the, yeah as i say it was it was a lot of radically uncomfortable 
Not no, it was um, it wasn't it was a few white people, but it was mostly Asian people there. And Asians are a little oh, different, okay. man. You know, and there were like young, there was all college. So at this time, um, back then Gary was uh, Gary. I'm sorry, right? Kirk was still <laughs> in uh, you know, y'all play a very similar role in my life, right? But uh, Kirk was still in graduate school, if I'm not mistaken, right? You know, to get his okay. law degree when I first met him. So you know, okay, yeah. So um, and if he if or either that or he had just graduated, right? So he was fresh out of you know graduate or you know about to finish, right? So um, so and, so just. You were a minority at this event, but so yeah. were any whites that were there were also a minority. So Pretty there was much. a little bit more. Yeah. You were well, and, Asia, and, and there's more of a, and, and, and Asians, man, they're like, you know, there, there's a, there's, it's a real interesting relationship, you know what I'm saying? I think with the black and Asian community, because like, you know, like I said, like, I don't know if you know Wu-Tang Clan, like we love Asian culture, black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, samurai, anything, you know what I mean? Like we... We, we adore it. Like, I love, like, you know, my dream, one of, the, one of the dreams I have is to, like, learn how to, you know, I want I want to open up something where I have, like, super hood niggas learning how to build those houses without wood. You know what I'm saying? Those ancient Japanese carpentry. That sounds so gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, have have a hood nigga, like, have his own, like, dojo teaching. It's like, you know, you got to learn discipline and then, you know, learn how to shape wood and you can build these these structures that that stay up for thousands of years like they are in China. That would be so dope, right? You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, that's you know, there's that through line and, and same thing with, with the, you know, Asian community, they, there's a, you know, they love hip hop and, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's a lot of through lines with that and, you know, you're being discriminated against and, you know what I'm saying? in a lot of different ways, you know, so there, there's a lot of overlap there and, you know, there's also beef there too, don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? But, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, it was just there for me personally, that specific group, his friends, you know, maybe they just were uniquely dope, you know what I mean? But I, I had never been around people other than my niggas and not felt so and felt so comfortable like in that moment. Like you know, I'm usually only uh, that comfortable that's awesome. around the homies, that's but they were just you know it was it was mostly because they weren't like they weren't too like wow hey look man look at this guy you know white people would be like look at your hair you know like weird you know what I'm saying white people are fucking yeah. insane you know what I'm saying like they like to treat you like a wild animal but th these other people they were just chilling you know what I'm saying like. Like I wasn't even twenty one. They were like, "Here, drink a beer. It's all good." So you know where you from? Dope. Yeah, man, come over here. You know, they just they just treat me like a regular ass dude. It wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. You know, it was just. You know, they weren't even like. You know, they would come say what's up and then move the fuck around too. Like, and that was. You know, it wasn't just because I'm so, the guy. It wasn't special. What, wasn't nothing. What this it was did just, for you, yeah. What this did for you is it showed you what life could be like. Exactly. If the potential of, exactly. of what it is to, to 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 live a life without constant racism in your face, exactly, exactly, yeah, and I was just like, this is dope. It feels it felt so good. I just it was you know it was one of those moments where I was just like, yeah, I don't, I, I you know I had that epiphany like I mean you kind of know, but you know before I didn't, I was like I'll never be able like I'll never have a life like this where I am now, right? Does that make sense? Like you know that's what mm -hmm. that kind of you know realization did for me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it was, you know, it was just something that really, that really, uh, stayed with you. Yeah. Big time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So help yeah. me be on the path I am, you know? So. Yeah. Well, speaking of paths, uh, we're, we're actually like at 46 minutes or so, yep. uh, for the after party. Uh, I think we should probably wrap it up. Let these fine people, they are three, uh, three followers. Yeah. Uh, have the, have the rest of their, their day. They stopped watching so. a long time ago. It's fine. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, much love. You and I will regroup uh, shortly, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Much love to you too, brother. Take it easy. All right. Take care. All right.